What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Brother MT, and we're here with another Metric Mate Minute podcast. On the Metric Mate Minute podcast, we cover leaders from all over the world telling you about how they do what they do, why they do what they do, and how staying fit keeps them in their best mindset. Let's go. What's going on, community, man? This is your boy, Brother MT, and we're here with another Metric Mate podcast. Man, of course you know that because you tuned in to the Metric Mate podcast, but I wanted to let you know because I'm super excited about who we're talking to today. Alexis Roberts, absolutely amazing woman. I met her on Clubhouse, so if you haven't checked out Clubhouse, definitely give it a shot. Meeting amazing people on here, this is no different. And you know I bring some of the hottest folks to be on the Metric Mate podcast, period. There's no other way that I want to do it. There's no other way that I'm going to survive if I don't have amazing people on my podcast, man. And this is no different. This lady is killing the game. She's got the fitness apparel. She's got the nutrition. She's getting up. You know how I do. I'm not the person that will actually tell you everything about these people because I don't know it all, man. I, I try to have a big brain. I try to know what's going on, but that's not what I do. So Alexis, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being here on the Metro Mate podcast. I mean, we appreciate your time so much because you're doing so much. But go ahead and tell the community what are you doing, a little bit more about you so we can know how amazing you are and they can feel the vibes that I'm getting off you right now. I love it. Yes, thank you so much, MT. I'm so excited to be here and just really thankful that you asked me to come on the podcast. Um, but hey, you guys, as you said, I'm Alexis Roberts, also known as Lex, Nutrition by Lex. You can find me on TikTok or Instagram and stuff, just simple Nutrition by Lex. But yeah, I've got a lot going on. As MT said, I, um, I'm a graduate student studying nutrition. I should be done in May and then starting my dietetic internship in August. So hopefully about a year out from being a registered dietitian, almost there, seven years in the making. I'm in my sixth year now. I also own a health coaching business, Nutrition by Lex, sticking with the theme of the name. So I help coach women who have struggled with yo-yo dieting, restrictive dieting, um, really figure out what they need for their specific body because everyone's body is so unique. And so I help them figure out what they need by specialized in specific meal plans for them. I also work with intuitive eating clients. And then I am also a co-founder of Surgeon Activewear. So I've got pretty big roles, three main ones, a coach, um, a co-founder of an activewear company and a graduate student. So a lot going on over here, but I'm so, so happy to make the time to be able to sit here and talk to you about my story and kind of go through my health journey path, as I like to call it, because um, everyone's journey and path to success and what they define success as so different. And I'm just really excited to share mine with y'all. I told you, y'all <laughs> thought I was playing. The girl is out here kicking it in the butt, like period, like all day long, she's got something going on. And I can't wait to come back and hear more about what's going on two or three years from now, because she's going to blow it out the water. I already know. So Lex, you're doing a lot. You're in school, you're building businesses. How is it building these fitness, these nutrition businesses while still studying, while still being in the grind and involved with school? How is that going? Oh my gosh, it's going for sure. <laughs> That's the best way to explain it. Um, it's actually, I've gotten really good at time management. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. But I, I've really had to prioritize my tasks. And obviously as a graduate student in my last semester of graduate school, school comes first. Um, and I have to remind myself that daily, like honestly, because I am so close to being done. It's kind of like that senioritis that everyone gets in high school, 
but like times 10, because I've already been in college for six years. So it's like, I've really hit that brick wall. So I have to remind myself my priorities and what I really need to get done first, um, which is school. So normally like whenever I wake up, the first stuff I get done is either I have online classes right now, or I go to in-person classes. Cause some days we do have it. We're kind of like 50, 50 right now all over the place because of COVID. But so school is definitely my first priority until May. Once I walk across that graduation stage, whew, thank gosh, I've made it. I have succeeded in school um, until I start my internship in August, but I really have to prioritize. And then after school is done for the day is when I really start to focus on my businesses. So checking in on my clients daily, posting on social media, promoting all my stuff, doing things for surgeon activewear, checking in with my co-owner, communicating and hanging out and hanging out air quotes as in like in the group me and stuff and Facebook page with all of our athletes that we have for surgeon. Just really making sure that my community stays whole because that is something that I'm super passionate about is creating like such a strong community in both nutrition by Lex and surgeon. They're two very different communities, but they are also very close to my heart. And I want to make sure that I am involved in it every single day. So it's a lot but it's not, not doable. So many people look at what I do and they're like, I don't understand. I could never. And it's like, you could though, you just have to prioritize and make the time and you can really do anything that you set your mind to. Um, you just have to actually have that passion and drive behind you to be able to do it. No, that's real. And that segues into another question, because I thought about this. You're literally the youngest person that we've had on the podcast (laughs) so forth. So shout out for being so amazing that I put you on here because I only put the best. I said that at the beginning. So you already know I'm blowing your head up a little bit. That's my job. It keeps just getting bigger and bigger. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So I know what I was doing at 23. It definitely wasn't running businesses and going to my master's program. So how do you fit in with your peer group, you know, with, with everybody else that's floating around Auburn? Like you were talking about people setting off alarms and stuff inside of the apartment but you're out here like having conversations with vendors and figuring stuff out like that how does that fit in and how does that mesh you know that's actually such a good question i don't think anyone's ever asked me that before so i've always been like the young one of friend group i was like the last one to get my license like the last one to turn 21 and like have a 21st birthday party and stuff I went to private school when I first started going to school. So my cutoff time was a little off. So I was like the youngest in my graduating class, like for high school. Um, So I've always hung out with an older crowd. So I do feel like I, especially here at Auburn, I kind of isolate myself some to a certain extent, especially during the week. Cause I know my Monday through Friday, that's my school and work week. And so that allows me, if I grind and put my nose to the grindstone during those five days, I can go out with my friends on a Saturday night and go get dinner. I get drinks, do whatever I want. And I allow myself to do that because like, I make sure that I prioritize my time during the week. As far as like my peers and stuff, you're you're right. No one else my age that I really know, except for like my Instagram friends and like some of the athletes on the surgeon team, um, no one else is really doing what I'm doing. Um, And I feel like some people my age might take a step back and be intimidated by that, but I've actually learned to let that drive me even more because I mean, my parents always taught me that if I want the things that I want in life, I have to work for it. So that's always just kind of like been in my mind. And so therefore I'm working as hard as I can to get there. Um, And I would love to get there like sooner rather than later. So, I mean, 
I had these opportunities pop up and everything I do, I do say that like everything that I have right now is kind of come by luck. And I definitely think it's like destiny with like what I'm doing because everything kind of just fell into my lap. Just to give you a little backstory, it didn't actually happen out of me wanting to like, oh, I'm going to start a business and do this, this, and this. Um, it actually happened from a viral TikTok video. <laughs> so my, my TikTok actually went viral, which like is completely different. It happened last year, actually around this time. So it's been about a year since I like first posted on TikTok and things started going viral for me. And I started to gain a following. And when I started to gain that following, I was like, wow, people actually want to hear what I have to say. Like they wouldn't be following me if they didn't like want my opinion and my advice and stuff. Right. So I kept posting. And like, once I started getting more and more people behind me, like motivated me to keep posting. And at the time I was 22 and most people on TikTok were what, 12 so I was kind of like intimidated at first. I really kept it to myself. Like I didn't tell anyone really that I had a TikTok that was like going kind of crazy. It was definitely driving followers to my um, Instagram account as well, which people did know I had that had probably around like 600 followers back around this time this year, like last year, this time. So I didn't really tell anyone my current boyfriend that I was like, just started dating like last year, this time had no idea I had a TikTok until like six months in. Cause I was like embarrassed about it almost. But then when I saw the opportunities that like were coming out of having this amount of people behind me, I was kind of like, oh, like I can do so much more than this than just make TikTok videos. And again, I know I mentioned Gary Vee earlier when we were talking before, but like literally listening to his podcasts and his YouTube videos and stuff really motivated me to just kind of like, okay, let's just do it. And again, with like the peers and stuff, all of this started during quarantine. So I didn't really have the pressures of hanging out with my friends and stuff. Cause like we couldn't, we were isolated. We were quarantined. Um, so it didn't really affect me as much. So I think I actually, I got ahead of it and really started it without distractions of anything else. So I didn't let the whole, like, let's go out on a lake day and go party and like all this other stuff really distract me that much from it. Cause I couldn't do that at the very beginning. So I was kind of just like by myself and my parents and my parents were like, oh, okay, well, at least she's, at least she's entertaining herself with something as I'm like upstairs dancing to TikTok videos. <laughs> so yeah, long story short, actually, like, so I actually started to promote the fact that like, oh, okay, I can take clients. Like I can do this. Like I'm qualified for this. Cause at first I didn't realize I was qualified for that. I, did, I thought like, oh, okay, I had to be a registered dietitian to do what I was doing. And, and when I actually looked into like the specifics behind it of like, um, logistics with what I could and what I couldn't coach about with like excluding the medical nutrition and like what I really needed to keep separate until I do have my RD. I was like, oh, I can do this. I can go ahead and just start helping people. Like I can do what I want to do. And so going back to your question with my friends, it's like, they, they're also super supportive and stuff, but they are, they kind of look at me like, what are you doing? Like, you're like, how I don't understand. So it's kind of hard to explain to them. But then again, like they kind of just like have my back instead of like trying to understand everything, which is really nice. But I live by myself in an apartment and I really just take all the time I have by myself to be able to get it done so that like work is completely separate from my friend group life, just like everyone else too. Right. Just because I'm younger, that doesn't really make a difference. I still have my work days and my time with my friends. And yeah, that's just pretty much how I separate the two. It's kind of like all over the place, but that's the best way I can explain it. No, that was spot. Like I, I couldn't see it any other way. Like you got to have a supportive group of people behind you. You right. got to be able to to kind of not necessarily quarantine yourself as we are now, but yeah. section off your life so you know exactly what you got going on. Put those priorities on things 
And the beautiful part about it from your story is that you took an opportunity that came to you unexpectedly. You went viral on TikTok. And for people that are out there trying to go viral, they will tell you it's not something that you try to do. <laughs> like It happens. You do something, people like it. You find out that you're actually a little popular and you run with it. And you took that and you molded that into a business that fits into what you want to do as you move into the future. And that's not only luck, that's pure preparation. You know, they talk about all the time is that luck, it means success is preparation and timing. You make sure that you're preparing and preparing is the part that a lot of people don't want to do because it's not glamorous. It's not beautiful. You're literally just putting the grindstone to the pavement and trying to move the ball forward. And then the right thing happens at the right time. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take this and make it happen. Yeah, literally. And it's not just like a straight line to success, right? Like I still wouldn't even like I have not hit my goals of what I want to hit yet. Like I've literally only been doing this since really July. Like I was making TikTok videos up until July when I was like, oh, I can do something with this. Um, and so many opportunities have come out of it, like the podcast, Surgent Wear. I would not have that if I didn't go viral and the co-founder find me and be like, hey, you want to do this together, right? Like that would not have happened. Like, and that I look at it as like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like no one, like that, that's just so random. And I'm so blessed to be able to have that in my life. But it's just like, people see it on the outside. Like social media is such a highlight reel, right? Like everyone sees your highlight reel. And as I, I try to be as raw and authentic on my account as I possibly can, Like if you follow me, you know that like I post about my anxieties, I post about my stressors and everything like that because I want people to feel like they're not alone. But when it comes to the business side of things and going viral and everything, not everything is perfect. Some people don't know, like I've run challenges before that no one signed up for. And it's like, people just automatically think like, oh, you just get clients, get clients, get clients. And it's like, eh, some months I get more clients, other months I don't hear a peep out of anyone. And I just like have my existing clients and stuff. So like everyone thinks it's success all the time. And that's not the way a business works. It's very up and down, up and down, up and down. And you don't know that until you're in it. Because I definitely thought people that I followed on Instagram before anything that I've actually experienced, I was like, oh, it's just like all up from there. And like, no, it's just like weight loss. You guys, it doesn't go in one straight line. It goes up and down. You're going to fluctuate. Um, and business is the same way. There you go. Look, I know I said earlier that she might be the youngest person to come up on here, but she is dropping some of the heaviest jewels that y'all are going to find out of any of the episodes I recorded. Like, take this, put it in your knapsack, save it for a rainy day. You can eat it with your quinoa, make it taste a little bit better. (laughs) Like, she's definitely dropping some major knowledge over here as far as the process, as far as being able to get there. And I can definitely echo that testament because building Metric Mate is the same way. We started off, we started off, it was such a grind, it was so much money, it was so much going on with nothing from it. And now we're starting to gain a little bit of momentum, but you still got to keep pushing the wheels forward to be able to get to that destination. It's not something that just happens overnight at all. Right. And with that overnight sentiment, you said that you you started this last year. You started really getting serious about it. And then like, boom, COVID hit hard. It kind of disrupted everything. Right. How did the change in the world change Lex's world and everything that you had going on? Oh, it changed everything. So not only was I in school and I was having to pivot to online classes, like 100% learning online. Like, y'all, I've talked about this before. My attention span is like, freaking so short. Like I can't even watch a full minute TikTok video anymore. Like I need those like 15 second ones where I'm just like, okay, here we go. 
So it was such an adjustment to that alone. And then also I was supposed to be in Europe for a month last summer doing my graduate research. So my research is on the Mediterranean diet and it was going to be on um, comorbidities and everything, but I switched it and played it back into COVID-19. So it's Mediterranean diet and COVID-19 cases and stuff, but I was supposed to be in Greece and Italy doing like hands-on research. Well, that went away, obviously. Um, and I had to end up doing it from my office at my, in my parents' house. So I had a lot more free time, but everything had to shift. Like at the time, like I, I didn't have a job. I was solely just a graduate student. Like that's all I could say I was. I had a, two degrees from University of South Carolina and I was at Auburn University getting my master's. And that's literally it. Um, so once like I noticed that like the whole TikTok and like, I, like it's so dumb to say like I'm thankful for like a social media app or something, but like without TikTok, like I literally would not be where I am today with my, with my company and everything like that. But yeah, everything had to shift. The way I thought about everything had to shift. I took a positive out of every single negative that I got from COVID because everyone, even everyone listening to this, someone you were affected by it in some shape or form, right? Whether that be you had to cancel a vacation or a wedding, like, oh my gosh, I literally feel so bad for some, I know some people who had to move their weddings, whether it was a wedding, a vacation, your birthday party, like something so small, like you can't even go out to dinner with your family anymore, right? Like everyone was affected in some way. So I just thought like, why sit here and dwell on it when literally the entire world is in, is in the situation that I am in right now? Like I, it's not me, nothing, no one's out to get me. Why can't I just come up with something to make a, like bring a light to the situation pretty much. And so that's what I like did. And at first, like it was just the TikTok videos and just like one, it was bringing me joy because people were interacting and like showing interest in what my passion was. And then I was like, really started to just think about like, okay, well, how can I help this, take this time, this extra time that I had now, because I had so much extra time on my hand. How can I like make this benefit my future? So that's when I started thinking about the monetization of things and how can I start making some money from this and everything. And so I started doing some paid ads when companies would reach out to me and I was promoting certain like protein powders, or if someone sent me like booty bands and I would like just promote like certain things. And that's really how I started to make a little bit of money off of that. And it really wasn't even like, it kind of came to me and I was like, Oh, like this is a thing. Like I knew that influencers like promoted type stuff, but I didn't really know how it worked. Like I'd never been on that side of the thing before. I was just kind of like, sure. Like they offered me and I was like, okay, like I'll take it. It's more than I had yesterday. So I just like, started doing that. And then I was like, okay, I could actually like do something with this. And I just really, I kept, I have so many journals, like literally, and I'm, I'm so thankful that I wrote down everything and I could like reflect on everything. that hopefully down the years later, I'll be able to look back on it and see how much I've grown. But that's also something I'm very, my dad actually told me to start doing that. He was like, Lex, I see what you're doing. And he was like, I see like a future for this. And I think you're really going to go somewhere with it. Start keeping a journal. And so that's what I did because my dad, he always tells me I'm going to write a book someday. I'm always like, maybe, maybe you can write the book for me, dad. Like you can write it about me. <laughs> right. Um, you can write this book for me and it'll be about me, <laughs> but I'm not writing it though. No, no, I get it. <laughs> that's literally my mindset. I'm like, oh, okay. But I, I started keeping journals and whether, whether it was like reflecting on my day and what I did to positively shift my negative day because of COVID, or it was just like business ideas. Like I think by the end of COVID, like I have a full journal of like probably 20 to 30 business ideas, very different 
all within my niche of things, but I've already made two of those business ideas come true too. And that's like, I also want to touch on manifestation at some point in this, because I literally did not believe in it at all at first until I started to do these things. And now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, I've been literally talking this into my own existence. Like it's actually happening. And I never thought about that, but yeah, like, so out of the 20 to 30 business opportunities that I like came up with and brainstormed during that like negative time that I was like, okay, I can turn this into a positive thing. Two of them are already happening. Not even a full year later. Like how crazy is that? No, that is real. And I was actually about to make a comment about that before you did, because I was about to say, look, community, all the people out there that want to do things, all the people that want to do stuff. She's no different than any of the rest of you. She is literally just another person sitting here in front of me having a conversation about all the things that she's doing. But the major thing that's different about Lex and the rest of you is her mindset, period. She wants to go do it and she goes and does it. If there's a conversation about it, she writes it down, then she makes it happen. And we spoke a little bit about things falling into your lap and having luck and all that stuff. But like I said earlier, success is preparation and timing. And so you prepared yourself and then the right time came around. And because you were prepared, you could recognize that it was the right time. So you took action. It's like, that's the golden formula for success. And that's what a lot of people miss. Because like we talked about earlier, the preparation is the grind time. That's the infrastructure time. And as you know, politicians will tell you, and as we're seeing with all the stuff that's happening all over the country, shout out Texas for infrastructure problems. Infrastructure doesn't get you elected. Infrastructure doesn't make it to TikTok and Instagram. No one's going viral for infrastructure work, but it's got to be done. You've got to prepare. It's like if you're the, the the big person in the gym and you're making Instagram videos, you're not going to get hot until you become the person with the six pack. But you had to like start somewhere. You had to be working out. Or you had to be eating right. You had to eat your, your salad and your quinoa and make sure you counted your calories to get to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, now I'm sexy on Instagram and everybody wants to follow me. <laughs> But that infrastructure part, nobody really, that's not the glamorous part, but it has to be done. The Metromate team has been working tirelessly for years to be able to bring you a platform that allowed you to see your strength training data in a whole new way. And we're proud to say that we're finally at that place. The Metromate Smart Pin, the first device in the Metromate lineup is available for pre-orders on our website at themetricmate.com. So take your time, go over there, check out all of the information on our smart apparatus and get in line to be one of the first people in the world to have a MetricMate smart pen help them more efficiently and effectively achieve their fitness goals, their life goals. We're achieving all goals. We might even make help you achieve professional goals. You can take us in to your boss and he'll be like, man, you must be very smart. We're going to give you a promotion because you use MetricMate. <laughs> so go ahead and check us out at TheMetricMate.com. Again, that's TheMetricMate.com to pre-order your smart pen today. We also have amazing polo shirts. We got some crew neck shirts for you to be able to work out in. We got hoodies coming. We got face masks. So if you just want to support the MetricMate movement as we continue to work, grind, to offer the community a beautiful platform, that nobody else is able to touch nowadays, check us out at themetricmate.com. Can't wait to see you there. I am a go-getter. Like I've always been a go-getter. Like if I decide I want to do something, I don't want to wait, wait a week to do it. Like I want to get it done now. Whenever I decided to start Nutrition by Lex LLC, like and actually make it a company, 
I had my LLC filed like within the hour. I was like, okay, I'm doing this done. Um, whenever I first partnered with Sergeant or my co-owner for Sergeant, I had like a passion for giving back and so did my co-owner. So we partnered with Rise Against Hunger, which is kind of like feeding across America, but they're worldwide. They're based in Raleigh, North Carolina. And so I was like, okay, this is my, I pitched my idea to my co-owner and I was like, okay, every product we sell, I want to donate a meal to Rise Against Hunger. I was like, and that's what, that's what, like what we need to do. And cause I have such a big passion for nutrition and like, that's where I came from. He was like, all right, do it. I had the contracts with Rise like that night. I literally was like, I'm doing this. I want to get it done. Therefore, like, I'm not going to sleep until it's done. So I am such a go-getter and it pains me to wait to do things. Like I literally just want to get it done. I, that's a little bit of impatience and that can be a flaw of mine, but it's also, I don't want to wait. Cause it's like, why, why wait? Like, that's my whole question about myself. It's like, if you want to start a business, do it. Why are you waiting? Like if I made that decision, like, okay, I'm starting this business. It's honestly like to start a business, you can do it with no money. Like so many people think you have to have so much money. Like I started both of my businesses with zero. Everything I did right now, like has come from literally the bottom up. Um, I like put no money. The only thing I paid into nutrition by Lex was for my LLC registration. That was it. And it's like $125. You can start with that. Right. But it's like, just do it. Like that's literally my, my best advice. It's like, I'm a Nike walking Nike sponsorship or whatever. I'm like, just do it. But like, literally I have so many friends that I've talked about, like starting businesses and stuff. And they're like, Oh, maybe in a few years. I'm like, why just do it. You can either start it in a few years and start from scratch then, or you start from scratch now and be so much farther ahead in two years. Why would you not just go ahead and do it? Why would you not just go ahead and do it? Yeah. Come on, you can do it. I felt like those Everest commercials. What are you doing? Get up <laughs> off the couch. Go do it. Go do it. Literally. And I, like, I even have to, like, I have to tell myself that sometimes with, if I have like bringing on new clients and stuff, like if I have, to, I, like I said before, we were talking, I handwrite all my meal plans and that's because I want to make sure my clients are getting the best of the best. And so I have to tell myself, why am I waiting to do my meal plan until the last minute? Like, just get up and do it. You're going to feel so much better and so much more accomplished when you get it done. And you're going to be already ahead for like whatever you have to do next. So being two, three steps ahead of everything in life, you're going to realize it brings things so much easier and it's going to help you get through the harder times because you're going to have some of those hard things already out of the way and you're not going to have to worry about it. I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, (laughs) as I said, she's dropping gems. If you're not picking up these gems, you need to go back, rewind, listen to it again, get your notebook out, write it down (laughs) and take it with you. That is like one of the big things. Like I have so many notebooks and in journaling and anything like I feel like there's such a stigma around it that like whenever you journal and I tell my clients this all the time too. whenever you journal, I feel like you see the things on Instagram and Pinterest and social media and everything. And it's like you think you have to write out this full page, like elegant, like aesthetic looking journal, like. Mine literally is chicken scratch, not even written on the lines. And like, I have just ideas jotted everywhere. And like, that's what I consider my journaling. It's literally just to get your thoughts out of your head so you can stop overthinking. And for me, I forget things all the time. Like earlier when we were talking, I forgot what I was talking about in the middle of my sentence. Like I forget things all the time. Um, And if I don't write it down, I, I won't remember it. So therefore, like I even sleep with a journal next to my bed. Because I'll have dreams about things and I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, I want to remember that for tomorrow. And so I'll write it down and then just go back to sleep. But if I don't do that, I'm going to keep myself up by trying to remember it. So literally just get a journal and like get the cheapest journal ever. Don't go out and spend like 50 bucks on one of these cute aesthetic like journals. I know I love those too. And it's very tempting, but just go get a cheap one and have it for like an idea book. And if you ever think of anything, write it down because you don't know what that could come to in the future. 
And you're having that idea for a reason. Like everything happens for a reason, whether it's what God wants you to do later in life or just like something that really resonates with you. And it's one of your like future passions that you don't know about. You never know. So it's like, keep those ideas on hand. Um, if something it some comes along and someone like takes your idea and like stuff like, okay, it wasn't meant to be scratch that one off the list. That one's taken, move on, right. Do the next one. But yeah, write everything down. And if you have the opportunity to start it, do it as soon as possible. If it fails, who cares? It doesn't matter if it fails. Sorry. Try again next time. Start something new. Like it happens. It's life, right? Real talk. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after you get done saying stuff. Cause I'm like, hey, she, she, she said it like what, what, what to do. So I'm just going to move on to the next question. So uh, <laughs> obviously you're, you're into nutrition, you're getting your master's in, in that field. So you can be better versed for all of your clients, but you do work out, you do get in your other fitness practices and you do get, keep your mental and your spiritual intact as well so that you can continue on these long days and these early mornings, late nights, and these weeks that are taxing in many ways. How has making sure that you have a sound mind, body, and spirit helped you continue to be a leader, continue to grow, continue to come up with new ideas, and continue to just do it? I can feel my mental health hurting when I don't get to the gym or do some type of movement or simply like walk outside or a yoga flow in my apartment. I want back to time management. Like whenever you do have a schedule like mine or like anyone's like really, but I have so much going on throughout the day that I know for a fact, if I do not wake up early and get my workout in, in the morning, I won't get my workout in because I will have an overwhelming amount of things that I need to do with whether it's school, surgeon, nutrition by Lex, anything along those lines, all my meetings are in the afternoon, schools in the work, mornings. I know that I have to wake up before the sun rises in order to get that done. Therefore, I prioritize that, but I can actually feel like my stress, my anxiety go up whenever I don't get into the gym. Like that is literally my way of staying mentally sane. Like I joke all the time about my mental health and like not going to the gym and stuff. Like there's a TikTok currently going viral on my account about like, oh, look, it's someone who has to go to the gym every day to stay mentally stable. Like the, I'm coming at myself with that one. Like I understand guys, you're not the only ones. But like, it really just like, I need those endorphins first thing when I wake up. It's like, I need that booster and that mental clarity. Like it wakes me up. I'm a caffeine addict. If you follow my page, you know that I love caffeine, but like, I don't need as much when I go to the gym. Therefore, like I can drink more water throughout the day, which is going to help me stay more alert from my school and my meetings and everything. Even if I don't get to the gym early in the morning, like some days I wake up and I, I listen to my body. Like that's something I preach um, one of my like inspirations, Sarah's day, she's a fitness influencer in Australia. She has always said, listen to your body. And I've like taken that as a part of my life as well. I've literally followed her since I was in middle school. So like, but I've taken that in as a part of like one of my like daily motivational things. And if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, you are tired, your body hurts. Like your muscles are sore. I listen to my body and I might sleep an extra hour, but I know that like, okay, you might not make it to the gym today because you might not have time. Therefore I allow myself the forgiveness. Like I don't, I'm not too hard on myself. And I think that's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with their fitness journey. They get so strict and hard on themselves. Like, honestly, you're not perfect. Like get off your high horse. You're not perfect. You're not going to do everything perfectly. And it's okay. Like it's totally fine. Honestly, trying to maintain that level of perfectness is probably holding you back a little bit. So let go of that idea of being perfect and having that perfect fitness schedule. Because even if you have like an extra 15 minutes on a day, you don't go to the gym, maybe go walk around the building once, 
Go for like a short little jog. If you have time, do a short stretch session. Like you can do something besides going into the gym and like killing yourself for 45 minutes to an hour. You know, I know we all love a great sweat session, like throwing, like lifting heavy stuff. Like it's just empowering. And I understand that, but some days that's not what your body needs. So, I mean, yes, it's important to get those in, but I also just listen to your body. Like literally like your body knows what it needs, whether it comes to fitness and exercise or nutrition and water hydration and stuff like your body is a machine. It knows what it needs. You just have to learn to listen to it. And I was just looking around for my water because I was like, my body's telling me to hydrate right now. As you're talking about <laughs> that. No, that, that perfection paralysis definitely gets people and, and it, it decreases their motivation. And it's really, it's really about just being consistent. Like if you go, go, if you don't do something, if you don't get a chance to do something, it's not the end of the world, but you have to get up and try again the next day. And that's something I've actually learned a lot throughout my, like even the last six months, like I've grown so much when, with all of my businesses and stuff, like I've like, as a person myself, I've grown so much, like it's astronomical. Like I look back at like who I was last year and I'm like, Oh like, okay, <laughs> like that's different. But like, I used to be someone who like, I had to do it perfectly. Like I'm extremely type A. Anyone that works in my field is like normally very type A. So I'm very organized and put together and stuff. But like, I used to be so hard on myself and I don't know if we have time to get into this, but well, I even got into nutrition in the first place and stuff. But like, I've been through the eating disorders. I've done like all of that past. I've done the self-harm restricting foods, binging, purging. I've done all of that. And that comes from a sense of being perfect and me coming through that and out on the other end. Like I've seen the light I've come through the tunnel and I know so many people are still stuck in that darkness. And I like, that's my goal to like help people out of that. But letting go of that idea of being perfect is huge. And if you can, it takes time. It's not something that I woke up one morning and I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to be perfect anymore. Like, no, I even still have my days where I'm like, no, I have to post this because people think I do that. And I like talked, I'm like, Flex, what are you doing? Like people know you're not perfect. Like they're not perfect either. Like, why do you feel like you need to put on this persona? And I just like really reflect to myself. I'm like, people are going to respect me more and want to follow me and use me as a, I guess, inspiration more if I'm real. And I think that's so people literally lose the track of what real is with social media. I love it so much. I'm on it all the time, but it does have a really big negative aspect when it comes to that because people think everyone is perfect. Whenever they're waking up at 5am, they're going on a five mile run. They're eating fruits and veggies and green smoothies. And they're not doing that every day. And I promise you, I don't care who's saying they are. They're not, they're lying to you and don't trust them because they're lying to you. It's just not a part, like our bodies need rest. And especially as females, like I know it's very different for males, but females, like we go through different times of the month and our body needs different things at different times of the month and learn to listen to yourself when it comes to that, because you're, like I said before, your body's a machine and knows what it needs. And it's so hard to listen to our body because diet culture tells us so many things. And you, you think you're supposed to be doing one thing and your, your body really wants the other, but you don't listen to it because of what society says. And it's just like, come back in, tune in to your emotions, tune in to your hunger cues and satiety cues and everything. And really try to start listening to your body, whether that, I don't know how that might be for you, like the journaling that we talked about or sitting and meditating for like two minutes. You don't have to meditate for an hour or 30 minutes. Like y'all that's hard. Meditation is difficult. If you can do it for a minute, two minutes, maybe five minutes. Awesome. 
it's going to help no matter what. For me personally, like I like to like meditate when I first wake up in the morning because I don't want to sit up yet. Like I just lay there and turn on like a little meditation thing and then that's it. It counts. It helps, right? Dropping jewels. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no other way to say it. Like she is dropping jewels. Like that is completely true. Everybody has their own way. Everybody has their own move. I talked about this in a podcast that I did earlier, but just because you get on Instagram and see somebody going to the gym and doing squats and all that stuff, that might not be your workout. You might go do Pilates. You might be a yogi. You might just want to walk up and down the steps 50 times and have a good time by yourself. Like, that's not what you want to do. So as Lex said, I'm going to quote her, even though you just heard her say it. Listen to your machine because it knows what it needs and it knows what it wants to do for sure. I love that you brought that up about different types of workouts with different people because you can even have different types of workouts. Like last year, I was obsessed with running. I wanted to run a half marathon. Like I was like all for it. I was going for like six, seven miles a day and I was obsessed with it. Now put me at a gym and give me weights. I don't want to go run at all. Two, three years ago, I was obsessed with hot yoga. Like vinyasa yoga. I'm a registered yoga teacher, but like, I don't teach, but like, I was so obsessed with it. I got my teachings license and everything. And so it's like, give, allow your body to change in the types of workouts you want to do. Try new things. Just because you call yourself a runner does not mean you have to run every single day. You are, you can still go do weights and stuff just because you say, Oh, I lift weights. Doesn't mean you can't go run or do a yoga class. Like no one's judging you off of that. And I know we have like this inner voice that tells us like, oh, you say you're this, you have to do that. No, there's no rules. There's no guidelines. Um, you live the, your life the way you want to live it. And that's okay. If you change your mind, if you wake up one day and you say you're a runner and you like don't want to run anymore because you're bored of it, that's okay. No one's telling you you can't do that. So allow your body to change because like we said, like it needs different things at different times in your life. Like my fitness routine and my nutrition now at 23 is so different than what I was at 16. And I can't even like, why would you want to do that? Right? Like, why would you want to be doing the same thing you were in high school? It makes sense. Your body changes. Therefore your habits, your nutrition and your working out needs to change as well. So allow yourself to have that change. There you go. Allow yourself to have that change. We all change. Change is inevitable as they say in the scientific world, change. I don't like it that much, but it happens. (laughs) It's okay. We'll still love you. It's okay. Exactly. (laughs) Lex. You have been dropping gym after gym, jewel after jewel during this entire conversation. But I got to ask you this question that I asked all of my guests and all, I'm anticipating oh, no. what you're going to say for this one right here. So if you could take all of your experiences, because you've done so much, you've seen so much, you've been involved with so much and kind of sum that up into that big sumo wrestler belly size jewel diamond VVS clear transparent piece of jewelry that would help people transcend where they are now and continue to push, continue to drive, continue to be great in everything that they do. Drop that jewel on the community right now. (laughs) All right. Well, when you asked me that, like, I kind of think back to like my young, like my 16 year old self. Cause like, I always say like, honestly, trying to maintain that level of perfectness is probably holding you back a little bit. If I was like my 16 year old self looking at me now, like I would be so impressed and I would be like, I want to be her one day. So honestly, just like let go of your fears. Like I know that might be kind of like, I don't know, cliche, but seriously, let go of your fears because whether that be like failing in school or um, failing a business or 
not finding a boyfriend. Like, I don't know, like the, the smallest things in life that you, you fear literally, like, it's not up to you. Like just live your life and do the best thing that you can do. Like God has a plan for you. And like, what's meant to happen in your life will happen. Like, trust me, it's going to, that's not up to you. That's not your worries to worry about. So let go of that and just, I don't know, live your life and be happy. Do the things that bring you joy and stop worrying about the ones that drag you down because they're not worth it. And it's not gonna really matter in five years anyways. So don't worry about it. Boom, drop the mic. I don't have nothing after that. Lex, you have been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us on the Metro May podcast. I appreciate all of my guests because everybody is absolutely phenomenal. You are absolutely phenomenal. And I can't wait to see what's going to be happening in the next two or three years. Like we got to come back and do a recap and see that difference. Do do this will be a part of our journaling. This is the first <laughs> journal entry. We're going to come back, do another journal entry, compare the two and be like, yep. I saw her doing that. I saw her being that. I saw her completing five or six other businesses out of her journal that she had. Like, seriously, yeah. your, your star is rising. And I appreciate you for shining a little bit of that light on our community, because this is one that they'll never forget for sure. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited we got to do this conversation. And yes, we'll have to like follow up and keep up to date with each other. And more journal entries are definitely to come. But I really appreciate you having this conversation with me. I had a lot of fun. Oh, no, without a doubt. Come on now. This is what we're here for, to give that good energy to the whole community. Yeah. And then you sprinkle so many gems around. Some of those things are going to turn into trees in the next couple of months. Like when the sun comes out, I'm so serious. We're going to see some branches and everything because you were given all the info. So no, thank you for taking the time out to be on this. And yo, we're going to keep in contact if nobody else does. But just in case somebody <laughs> else wants to keep in contact with you, go ahead and let them know where they can find you. Give them information on where they can follow Lex. Yeah, of course. So sticking with the trend, everything is pretty much nutrition by Lex. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is the NBL community. And then my website is nutritionbylex.com. As for Surgeon, we are at Surgeonware on Instagram, at Surgeon on TikTok, and then Surgeon.com is where you can shop all of our active wear. Um, so definitely check us out. And you can use the code SurgeonFam for 10% off um, if you're interested. But yes, definitely highly recommend. It's the best active wear in the world, but I'm a little biased, but... <laughs> Hey, you got to be biased because it's yours. It's your it's your baby. You got to be biased yeah. towards your baby. It's like everybody talking about, oh, my baby's so pretty. Some of them babies out there are not that pretty, just <laughs> to let y'all know. But you didn't hear it from your boy, brother, MT. Don't come and try to find me because I said your baby might be a little oh, ugly. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's what's up, man. Follow Lex, Nutrition by Lex, Surgeon. Uh, athletic wear is definitely going to be taking over the map. We're going to have to see if we can get me a shirt or something up in here so I can rock it when I go to the gym and be supportive. And yo, this has been another Metric Made podcast. As I tell y'all every week, we bring the hottest people. I do not think this week is any less, any different. Keep your eyes open for this young lady because she's about to blow up everything that we got going on, man. And definitely go to themetricmate.com to check out what's going on with Metric Mate. Go down to the bottom, sign up for our newsletter. I'll be including information as I hear it from Lex because we're going to definitely highlight anything that she's got going on because we got to be a part of this ride without a shadow of a doubt. This has been another Metric Made podcast. This is your boy, Brother MT, as always. Until next time, y'all. Peace. Oh.
Man, thanks everybody for joining us for another Metric Mate Minute. We appreciate everybody that comes through and shows us love in the Metric Mate community. Make sure that you stop over at themetricmate.com to find out more information about the podcast, about what we're doing, any of our blog information, the transcript of the show, and just to show us massive support. Also remember to follow us on social media at Metric Mate. Check us out, y'all. Peace.